Here we go. It's another big week in the NFL for the Chicago Bears. This is the Bears Wire Podcast, powered by USA Today Sports. Now your host, Ryan O'Leary and Bears Wire editor, Alyssa Barbieri. All right, welcome back to the program. I think free agency's kind of quieted down for the Bears a little bit, Alyssa. Some some lower key moves this week, but the big stuff is going on with the draft, right? The bigger moves, I guess I should say. The 49ers moving up from number 12 to number 3, and that ends up costing them first and third round picks in 2022, then another first rounder in 2023 just to move up nine spots. So you see that hefty price tag. Let's start there. I wanted to get your take right off the bat on... That shakeup at the top of the draft and what it could mean for the Bears. I think for me, looking at it, people that want the Bears to make this big move from number 20 and try to like move their way into the top 10, maybe trade with the Broncos, for instance, get to number 9. I just feel like that 49ers deal, it kind of shows what the price tag would be to move that far up. And it just doesn't seem very realistic, does it? Like That would cost you pick number 20, probably another first rounder, and probably another pick on top of that. And I don't know if that's realistic at this point, but what do you think? What do you think about that shakeup at the top of the draft and what it might mean for the Bears? Yeah, I mean, I, I was shocked as everyone else was. I mean, that's a, that's a big move. You don't make that move if you're not going up uh, to draft a quarterback. So I know that you know the 49ers are you know insisting that they're going to stick with Garoppolo, but you kind of look at he's going to carry a cap hit of roughly like 26 million, I think, next year, and you're going out and bringing in a guy. I mean, I don't believe it. I mean, we heard that, you know, when it came with Josh Rosen, right, before uh, the Cardinals went and drafted Kyler Murray. Yeah. Like, we've heard this before, that they're not going to trade him, and things certainly are going to happen around the draft. I feel like whether that's with Garoppolo or another quarterback that just continues to be mentioned with the Bears. Uh, but, you know, it's definitely a move that, you know, it, it's shocking, but it does really shake things up, uh, especially because I could see Garoppolo in Chicago. I know he has a massive cap hit him and Ryan Pace go back to, you know, his days at Eastern Illinois. So he's someone that's kind of been following Garoppolo. And I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if it happens, but I guess we'll kind of have to feel it out and see what happens. Uh, and, and obviously how much, you know, would the 49ers want uh, for Garoppolo? Yeah. When you move, when you trade multiple first rounders in a third rounder to move up nine spots, you're picking a quarterback, right? So we know the 49ers yeah. are picking a quarterback and basically Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch, like, they basically admitted that during their presser. They basically said, you know, when they were talking about how much they love Garoppolo and how he's still their guy, they basically were admitting like, hey, we're going to draft a quarterback and we talked to Jimmy about it. You know, I'm paraphrasing, but that's basically what they said and admitted to. So we know the 49ers are going to move on from Garoppolo. I think it's probably more likely they're going to move on from Garoppolo next offseason, probably draft Whoever their guy is, whether it's Trey Lance or whoever they're looking to get at number three, they're going to pick some type of quarterback there and probably hand the reins over to him next offseason. So for me, I know a lot of people are still, you know, oh, could the Bears trade for Garoppolo? First of all, here's one reason why, Alyssa, I don't think is very likely because I, I looked up Andy Dalton's contract again just to see how much guaranteed, oh, 10 million guaranteed. I forgot about that. 10 million guaranteed for Andy Dalton. So you're not getting out of that. You owe Andy Dalton $10 million for this season, no matter what. So that makes me feel like they won't trade for a Jimmy G. I could see a Russell Wilson, but not a Jimmy G. So I think it makes more sense for the Bears to kind of wait that thing out, 
The 49ers will probably stick with Jimmy G this season. I don't think they're lying about that completely. They'll probably stick with Garoppolo this year and groom the next guy behind him. Meanwhile, the Bears will be going with Andy Dalton because for some reason they gave him $10 million guaranteed and he's now their guy. And then maybe next offseason, the Bears could compete with a team like the Patriots in trying to bring Garoppolo in in free agency when he could be cut loose and could become available. And we don't have to worry about that that contract and trying to absorb whatever his, his deal is right now, $25 million or whatever. So that's kind of where I'm at with the Garoppolo thing. Like, if we're hoping he comes to Chicago, maybe we wait a year, right? We wait until this time next season and hope we can get him as a free agent. Yeah, but that would be also assuming that Ryan Pace is still around to make that move. And I think that's <laughs> oh, yeah. a move that we he could, would make. We could lose that connection. <laughs> yes. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like, you know, I, I believe that, you know, the 49ers kind of, you know, do want to stick with him because it makes sense to groom your young quarterback. You're not going to throw him directly into the line of fire like that. But with the Bears, I mean, we've seen that they've been involved with like every team that is put that could possibly have a quarterback on the trade block. So, I mean, I I think I still think that Garoppolo will be with the Niners, but depending on how high the Bears are are on Garoppolo, and I know that they owe Andy Dalton 10 million guaranteed, but depending on how high they are and what they offer for him, you know, maybe the 49ers could be persuaded, but I still feel that he that Garoppolo is going to be, you know, with San Francisco. But, you know, it just kind of comes down to how desperate are the Bears? Is it really Andy Dalton's team? Like the team posted that QB1 picture that just kind of just exploded and yes. people had uh, like just, it's hard, it was hard it to was miss horrible. that thing on social. It was everywhere. Yes, <laughs> it was everywhere. So, you know, are they really committed to Andy Dalton's QB1? You know, obviously, we'll see what happens with the Russell Wilson thing, which I still think it's not going to happen. But they still think that they have a shot. Uh, you know, we'll see what the Bears do in the draft. It does still feel like it's going to be Dalton and a rookie at this point. But, you know, Garoppolo, you know, never say never. I mean, we've seen crazier things happen. I'm kind of jumping on board with the well, – I'm not – I'm not, I've never been on board with Andy Dalton. But now that he's here, Alyssa, <laughs> and we have to kind of analyze where the Bears go from here, I'm kind of on board with the rookie quarterback behind Dalton for this year, right? I think we know Andy Dalton's going to be the starter. He's QB1, as we saw on Twitter, and, and they paid him like he's the starter. You know, you pull up the mock drafts. I, I pulled up DraftWire's mock draft. Our friend Luke Easterling over there put one out for the first two rounds. And at number 20, he has the Bears staying put there and drafting a corner, Caleb Farley. This is an interesting kid. I don't want to get too much into, you know, breaking down the different kids in the draft because this is this is really it's really hard to hit on these predictions. But Farley's a guy that would make some sense because corner is a position of need since the Bears cut Kyle Fuller loose probably so they could sign Andy Dalton at $10 million guaranteed. And, uh, you know, Farley's a guy that might slip. He's like a top 10 talent that is expected to slide because he underwent some back surgery. It, whether it's him or some other corner that slips a little bit, we'd be on board with that, right? Because that's a need, and we would love to see the Bears be plugging some guys that could start or compete to start on day one in that secondary. Yeah, absolutely. That's a big need, too, that the Bears went ahead and created for themselves there by releasing Fuller, but you know, for the second straight year, they need to go out and draft a cornerback. I mean, I know they, I know they signed Desmond Trufant, but again, they signed him to a one-year deal. I still think that cornerback is an extremely big need and Farley would be somebody that the bears could benefit uh, by him kind of dropping as he most likely is going to do to those injuries, which like you mentioned, and we talked about uh, before we started the show here, 
the same thing happened with Jalen Johnson last year. You know, he was rumored to be before, you know, despite his shoulder injuries, to be one of the top cornerback prospects. And he was the seventh cornerback taken, dropped all the way to pick number 52 in the second round. And the Bears got one of the steals of the draft. And, you know, they took a chance on Johnson, despite him having those shoulder injury concerns, which was something that also popped up at the end of last year when he injured his shoulder. But, you know, will the, will the Bears make that same kind of, you know, take that same kind of risk on Farley, who I think would be great for, you know, to have him on this defense. He's a, he's a, a cornerback that I think that he would do very, very well in this defense. And, you know, we'll see what happens because I mean, the Bears have a slew of needs that they need to address with those first two picks in the first round and the second round. So they can go, you know, anywhere, you know, whether it's cornerback, quarterback, offensive tackle, receiver. So, I mean, I would be on board with uh, going with Farley, though, there with pick 20 if he's still there. The most popular mock draft selection for the Bears, just an honorable mention, is this Minnesota wide receiver, Rashad Bateman. So people might want to keep an eye on that. A lot of people are, are mocking a wide receiver to the Bears. I guess that makes some sense because Ryan Pace was really excited about Kenny Galladay and was trying to go all in for Kenny Galladay, as we talked about last week, Alyssa. So maybe wide receiver, some type of stud receiver is on the Bears' mind as well. But I look uh, ahead to round two where the Bears are selecting number 52 overall. And this is really the spot where I think fans are going to expect the team to draft a quarterback now, or, or, or maybe in the third round. But I would say this is where Luke Easterling mocks Kyle Trask of Florida to the Bears. And I think Bears fans would be on board with something like this. Kyle Trask or a guy like Kellen Mond of Texas A&M, the quarterback over there who the Bears actually uh, met with. You were just telling me, Alyssa, that Mond sees a connection with the Bears, so maybe that's a good sign if they like him. Uh, but some type of QB on day two to put behind Andy Dalton. So maybe you draft the best player available at number 20 overall, or you draft to need you know some player that's really going to come in and start and help the team day one. And then on day two, you draft a guy that might become your quarterback of the future, whether it's Trask, whether it's Kellen Mond, whether it's one of these other guys like... Jamie Newman of Georgia or so we're gonna need Ryan Pace to go and try to figure out who the best one in the second tier is I don't know how how great we should feel about that thing (laughs) not great (laughs) but I think this is something that like what would Bears fans think about that if the Bears go and get a QB on day two to put behind Dalton this year and then hopefully he's ready to go in 2022 like what do you think about that I mean first thing I think they'd be shocked because Ryan Pace has drafted one quarterback in five years and that was Mitchell Trubisky and this is after saying or sorry and he's drafted one quarterback in six years and that's after saying I'm going to draft a quarterback every year which he hasn't done so I think the first thing would be shocked he's scared he is so scared (laughs) yeah and I think that it's a move that many Bears fans are expecting you know whether it's getting a getting a day two quarterback like in the second round or even possibly the third round or trading up in the first round to grab somebody like Mac Jones if he's still there uh it also makes a lot of sense. You know, obviously the Bears were trying to go after Russell Wilson. That was the big splash they were trying to make. The Seahawks didn't cave. They're good with Russ, at least for now. So the the next best thing would be to make a splash by drafting a quarterback in the second round, something that, you know, Pace hasn't done a lot, done often. And being able to use that as an excuse, perhaps, to stick around beyond this year. We drafted, and we talked about this a lot, you know, we drafted this young developmental guy. We need a couple of years with him. You play Dalton most of the season. You bring in whether it's Mond or Trask in at the end or whoever it is at the end of the season, give him some game experience, and then you're going to roll with him the following year. 
and you are using him as, you know, hey, give us some time to develop him. It's, you know, saving pace and Nagy's jobs, perhaps. You know, so aside from landing like a proven quarterback, I, th- I think that I feel like this was their plan B, uh, pace and for pace and Nagy. All right, Alyssa, you keep mentioning Russell Wilson. You keep on just throwing that in there. So no matter how much I want to leave him out of our little show script here, we just can't help ourselves. We have to go back in and people are still talking about Russell Wilson, how that thing's not dead. And we can blame ESPN for that. So we'll get into that thing coming up next. We're going to give Seattle optionality here where maybe it's Sam Darnold, but we're going to give him two additional picks. So Basically, what's going to happen is Russell Wilson is going to go from Seattle to Chicago. Chicago is happy. Sam Darnold is going to go from the Jets to Seattle. So short term, Sam Darnold's the quarterback of Seattle. In addition, the Jets will get a second round pick next year for Sam Darnold. and They'll have Zach Wilson. But Seattle will get two first round picks and Roquan Smith. So they're going to come out of this with Sam Darnold, Roquan Smith, and two ones. And what's great about that from a Seattle perspective, Greeny, is if Sam Darnold looks like he's the guy, they exercise the option, they have cost control for at least two years, and if he's not, they still have two first-round picks. So they can rebuild on the fly and move on from Russell Wilson. Chicago obviously hits the jackpot with Russell Wilson, and now if you're the Jets, you have Zach Wilson and an extra two. All right, well, there's Mike Tannenbaum. ESPN's Get Up show proposing uh, a new trade for the Bears and and how they could get Russell Wilson a three-team deal where the Bears get Russell Wilson, Alyssa, the Seahawks get Darnold, a 2021 and 2022 first-round pick from Chicago and Roquan Smith, and the Jets get a 2022 second-round pick from Chicago. So that's there's Tannenbaum's trade proposal. And I just don't get it, Alyssa, because this is not as good of a package as the Bears actually offered Seattle reportedly a couple months ago or, or like a month ago, right? Didn't the uh-huh. Bears offer three first-rounders and a third for Wilson and guys were on the table like Khalil Mack and Akeem Hicks? Like, I'm not a big Tannenbaum fan. I, I think he's kind of out there in his takes. His takes are kind of like on another planet sometimes. And this one, I just, again, I can't get a, I can't believe Adam Schefter and ESPN and, and all these people trying to bring the Russell Wilson thing back up. <laughs> Because when I see stuff like this, like I don't feel like this trade proposal has any shot in hell of happening. What do you think of Tannenbaum's trade proposal here, the the one that the Get Up Show talked about? And are you believing? Like, are you believing the hype that the Russell Wilson train is back on the tracks? Yeah, the first the, the trade, it's just you know, like you said, if that's what it takes to get Russell Wilson, I'm in. Like, you give it now. It's so much worse than the actual off the the reported offer that we've heard. But it does have one thing. Cause I can I can understand it if for one thing, and that's. Sam Darnold, because the one thing that the Seahawks want, if they are going to part with Russell Wilson, is a replacement for him. And even though the Bears offered three first-round picks, and I could still kind of see this happening, they, you know, I know, I know they offered three first-round picks, uh, but I know that they could offer four on the on draft day. So, like, maybe that's something that to monitor moving forward. Uh, but with they have their offering, if the Bears trade for uh, this three-way trade, and they are able to kind of the Seahawks are able to get Darnold, you know, that's the one difference is that they have somebody that, you know, Pete Carroll's been high on. They have someone that could replace Wilson and they'll also have those picks. That's the only thing. Cause otherwise I'm kind of like, this is worse than what they already offered, but I know that it does include a quarterback, which with pick number 20 this year, the Seahawks aren't going to get one of those top five guys. And that's the thing that's been holding them back. So, you know, it kind of makes you, 
it kind of makes makes you think if you know the Bears hadn't gone back to Trubisky, if they'd stuck with Foles, lost some games, they would have had a dry a higher draft pick. Maybe this could have happened. I I can't stop thinking about it, Ryan, because Adam Schefter and all these people will not let me stop thinking about Russell Wilson. And I mean, quite frankly, it's rude of them. I mean, like to get my hopes up like this for a second time. I already went through that heartbreak of losing him once. I don't want to have to do it again. No, you and all Bears fans, like they're making you continue. Oh, yes. you, you have to keep writing about this. You you have no choice. Yeah. Uh, this just keeps happening. And, and yeah, it, it is out there. I mean, you're right. Sam Darnold, that is an interesting piece where at least the Seahawks get a quarterback in this deal where where they wouldn't in that original offer by the Bears. I mean, the Bears do have Andy Dalton now. They just gave him $10 million guaranteed. Yeah. So if you're bringing in Russell Wilson, like what the hell do you do with Andy Dalton and uh, – and Nick Foles. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know what Ryan Pace's plan is with that thing. Like we keep forgetting that they just gave Andy Dalton 10 million guaranteed, or I keep forgetting that I got to remind myself, Alyssa, like that's real money that they're giving him this yeah. year in, in a year where the cap is depressed and next year it's staying flat. Like that's 10 million against this year's cap for Andy Dalton. It's not like you could just cut him. So, uh, I mean, what happens with Andy Dalton? What happens with Nick Foles if they were able to pull off this blockbuster on draft day, which people are kind of hinting at, like Schefter and Jeff Darlington and Deanna Rossini and all these guys, indicating that it's not done yet. Look out closer to the draft, right? But what about these quarterbacks the Bears have right now? Yeah, that that's the question. I know they'd be looking to trade one of them. I think they've, I know Foles was someone Foles, that yeah, we got to trade Foles talking to about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then that didn't happen. You know, maybe they could pawn him off on Denver or something. You know, they'd have to eat some some dead money there. But, I mean, the goal was to get Russell Wilson. And the fact that, obviously, Andy Dalton was the backup plan. Like, he's, you know, he's the fallback guy. You know, he's the guy that, he's your rebound after you break up with your with your boyfriend or your girlfriend. <laughs> and he, he's, the, he's the rebound. So, you know, I mean, the fact that the Bears went out and they guaranteed Dalton $10 million dollars, and that they're still monitoring the Russell Wilson situation and that they still think they have a shot is just, I mean, that's telling because it, it still kind of, you know, shows you that they're still in on him, that this is something that could still happen. And even though I'm, I'm not getting my hopes up, I promise this time, it's just something, it, it, it felt like, you know, those two weeks where like every day it felt like there was a Bears Russell Wilson story to write about, like where it was like heating up again. And, you know, they, they keep saying watch around draft time. So, I mean, we'll really see what's happening, and hopefully we get some resolution because I can't do this anymore. <laughs> no, be ready to do it next week. But no, but I, but I like, <laughs> but I, I like that. So in week six, when the Bears are three and three, and Andy Dalton's the starting quarterback, because that's what that's what we'll be in, in week six. Yeah. Like, let's be honest with ourselves. Yes. I'm going to bring that thing up. We're going to start calling him the rebound. Like that's exactly what Andy <laughs> Dalton is. He is the rebound. I love that. So just more great stuff from you, Alyssa. Uh, so let's leave it here. The Bears did make some kind of low key moves in free agency. They sign an offensive lineman from the Broncos and Elijah Wilkinson, but you kind of very astutely pointed out on Bears Wire that, well, they also re-signed Jermaine Effetti this offseason for a lot more money than Wilkinson got. So he's probably still the front runner at right tackle. But they bring in uh, Wilkinson. They also made an interesting little move in bringing in Damian Williams, one of those... The Chiefs have all these like little running backs they've put in there, right? And Williams kind of got lost in the shuffle because he opted out due to COVID last year. But now the Bears signed Williams. What do you think about those moves? Yeah, and, and that's important. I mean, aside from, you know, getting lost in the anger that is Kyle Fuller being released and Andy Dalton being the quarterback, <laughs> QB1 as of now. QB1. You know, Brian, QB1. 
Ryan Pace has made some, you know, good, decent moves here, you know, at depth, you know, getting Damian Williams, who, you know, he's not going to be someone that's your starting running back. He's going to be very good depth behind Montgomery and and Cohen, like you said, and he's one of those dual threat guys too. You know, he's going to be very versatile. I think that, so that was a great signing, I think. And the last time we saw him, you know, he was running, I think he ran for over a hundred yards. He had a receiving touchdown and a rushing touchdown in the Super Bowl. I mean, that's some, you know, good way to go out. So, uh, you know, I, I love that signing by the Bears. And like you said, Elijah Wilkinson, he's someone that at the very least will be depth uh, on that offensive line because as well, as we know, not it's, it's not just tackle that's a concern. It's depth behind everybody as well. And at most, he could be competition with Jermaine Effetti at right tackle. So, I mean, I'm, I'm a very big, uh, a big fan of both of those moves. I think they're good. I mean, we'll just have to see <laughs> what do they do at quarterback because, you know, Ryan, that's, that's the one everyone's mo- monitoring here. No, 100%. Yes. We'll, uh, we're going to keep hitting that thing, Alyssa. We'll keep talking about it. But at the end of the day, we know that come week one, it's going to be Andy Dalton, right? So we could talk ourselves out of it as much as we, we could try. But as much as we want to, like, it's going to be Dalton. So sooner or later, sooner or later, we're just going to have to come. We're going to have to come to grips with that thing. I, I guess know. so. Then we can have we can have one of those shows that we did with Nick Foles last year. <laughs> yeah, where we just kind of go off on him, and well, we can have a whole rebound. We call it the rebounds. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure out some good material. April's a good time to figure out some new material for the show. So we'll uh, we'll continue plugging away at that thing. We'll talk to you all next week. Thanks for joining us. This USA Today Sports Podcast has been presented by USA Today's Sports Media Group and is available in your favorite podcast store. Make sure to subscribe for weekly updates, the latest fantasy picks from Corey Bonini, and the Huddle Podcast, Inside the Weekly Line, with Sportsbook Wire's Jeff Clark and Eston McLaren, and the Bet Slippin' Podcast. We'll see you again next week.